genre. Welcome back to Rocky Minute, We're the daily podcast where we analyze the movie Rocky one minute at a time. I am Douglas Christopher Aaron Greenberg. And I am Jason Michael James Haynes. <laughs> and by that intro, it should be no secret who's joining us today. Gerald Christopher Marcus Porter from the Indiana Jones Minute. Welcome. Oh, thank you very much. I'm, I'm very happy to be here. Or should I said Gerald Christopher Mickey Porter? Mickey, uh, that would do too. That's fine. That's that's fine. You you, you dumb Dago. <laughs> uh, that's that's a line from the movie. I put that on. That's a line from the movie. I have some notes about that. Yeah, and I'm not a Dago Italian. I'm the furthest thing from. <laughs> Although don't don't let the last name Greenberg fool you. I am I was raised a Roman Catholic and I did make my confirmation and I chose the confirmation name Aaron, which at the time I didn't realize was also a Hebrew name. Wow. Yeah. But hey. Yeah, that's 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 well congratulations. As, <laughs> as <laughs> I took uh yeah, we got cheers. Um Mazeltov. Yes, Mazeltov. <laughs> Aaron and and Marcus. Why did you pick Aaron? I don't no, know. I just like the name. Well, today we're knocking out minute 51. Which... Hold on a second. What do you mean you like the name? You just got to pick whatever you wanted to? Yeah. What, what was yours assigned? Mine's the, my, was my confirmation sponsor's name, my uncle James. Really? Well, yeah, you can exactly. do, I mean, you can do that. I mean, in theory, I think you're supposed to have, um, it's supposed to be a saint, like somebody that you find inspirational. And if, mm-hmm. uh, you know, of course there is no Saint Marcus. There's right. a Saint Mark, but I went with you know Saint Marcus because of the Indiana Jones movies, and the crazy thing is you're like, well, that's kind of the uh, a name from Jesus's crucifiers, the Romans, mm-hmm. and I kind of <laughs> I guess the the, the bishop kind of overlooked that fact. <laughs> I was gonna say, how happy were they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're like Marcus, like yeah, just get out of here, kid. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Uh, Well, today we're knocking out minute 51, which begins with Rocky yelling out the window like a crazy person. And it ends with Rocky giving viewers a lesson on how to scare the bejesus out of a woman. (laughs) Well, I, you know, (laughs) I'm thinking, you know, Rocky yells out the window, you know, Paulie, your sister's with me. She'll call you back Mm -hmm. later. And, you know, he's not just being funny and clever right here. You know, like... That's a legitimate method of communication, right? <laughs> I mean, that's what we were. We talked about that a little yeah. bit last week. We were wondering that. We mapped it out from Rocky's apartment in Philadelphia to the address where Paulie and Adrian live, and it's 0.2 miles. That's totally fine. That's... Can your voice carry on a winter's evening? 0.2 miles, you think? In, in a city, in a major yes. city here. So there's other noise going on. This is not the only noise. It's not like we're in, <laughs> in the country. Yes, but there's also buildings, and so that's acoustically going to be more helpful than, say, like if you're in uh, the middle of southern Indiana with nothing but open space, where your your voice would just get drowned, swallowed up. There's also a brick wall right in front of his face that he's yelling into. I can't imagine. Bounce back and slap him in the face. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Well, I I thought, look, this is just part of his culture. You know, I mean, we, we have smoke signals, we have carrier pigeons, we have semaphore. You know, I mean, yelling out the window is appropriate. 
I like yeah, it. I like there's it. Nothing, I, that, it that, he, that was just practical. I have no problem with yelling out the window if Paulie lived across the street, next mm-hmm. door. Maybe even I'll give you another house over. I don't know if it's going to carry 0.2 miles. Hold on. Go 0.2 miles down the road, and I'll yell out the window, and we'll see how <laughs> Look, that works. Look, that would work. If you're wearing a wife beater, you can be heard up to <laughs> two miles. <laughs> yeah. I, I, right. I didn't account for the no sleeves. Yeah. Right, you're right. You're right. Okay. Yeah, he's got That's a wife right. beater with a hole in it. I think like <laughs> that you're, you're officially able to bellow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Right, good reverberation. There. Which, which, uh, you know, did you guys talk about uh, uh, Rocky and sort of, you know, it seems like he's sort of channeling Marlon Brando's Streetcar Named Desire here. Oh my God, we, we have more on the waterfront. Uh, on the waterfront, sure, that could be, of course, that connection. Course. Yeah. yeah, it did come up last week. Did it? Was it a streetcar or was it on the? No, he mentioned um, mentioned streetcar. Who was Alex? Streetcar. Alex mentioned streetcar yeah. named Desire. Yes. Okay. There you go. And, I mean, he's it's you know he's sitting there half naked, and Adrian's fully bundled up. Is she ever? Right. Yes. She she's been wearing that that handsome outfit for in in our time about three weeks now. <laughs> and we, we still we still don't know. She might still have the apron on from making the turkey earlier. We never saw her yeah. actually take it off. Yeah, we we don't know if she threw the overcoat right over the apron or uh, or she took that off, but. Uh, let me, uh, I just want to touch on the script real quick in this part where it says, uh, Rocky flings open the window and bellows like a foghorn. And then Rocky closes the window and faces the woman. She is not smiling. She looks frightened. Of course. (laughs) If that's not descriptive, uh, script writing there, I don't know what is. (laughs) So he looks at Adrian for a few seconds and says, what's the matter? You don't like the room, do you? I'm glad he he's recognizing that this is not an apartment. That this is just a room. You know, he doesn't say, "Oh, you don't like the apartment, or you don't like my place." He says, "You don't like the room," <laughs> because that's what this is. <laughs> this is a room. Yeah. It divided into a bedroom, kitchen, uh, pet pet room, uh, <laughs> awful couch, just living room. We're in a, we're just in a room. Yeah. Jim. Jim <laughs> uses that Jim. that torn mattress on the wall. Possibly a brothel with a lamp. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, man. Uh, so she says it's fine. He assures her that it's only temporary. What in his life would make him think that it's only temporary? Nothing yet. I okay. mean, possibly something on the horizon. But uh, as of right now, I don't see any promise that this is a temporary place and that he's he's got something in the works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I love about that line is that, you know, Rocky's very optimistic that, uh, you know, when he does upgrade to maybe two rooms... <laughs> You know, he's he's still going to have a, a strong relationship with Adrian. Like, she's going to be there. He's kind of like, well, don't worry, this is only temporary. You know, in, in, in six months or six years when I get out of this place, this hovel, like, you know, it'll be cool. Like, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll uh, you know, maybe we'll have a kitchen, too. It's a promise for something greater. Yes, yes. See, once they are together, he needs a room to go to when he's sick and tired of seeing her so jumping on his bed and closing that curtain i don't think he's gonna do it his day bed or whatever that is in the corner he's got if he needs to get away from he could just uh you know start a podcast in his basement (laughs) 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 seems to be working here sorry just kidding the pay isn't uh much different than what he makes in the boxing 40 dollars Oh shit! He makes forty dollars more than we do, at least. Yeah, yeah I would say it's sixty-five minus tax and I think locker <laughs> rental. Yep. yep. 
<laughs> and then the worst thing, Spider goes like, you got lucky. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, come on, Spider. Come on. You're just being an asshole. Yeah, we covered that, too. How um, I'm sure. Spider created Rocky's luck in that because he was be- he was fl- out, and out and out beating Rocky until the headbutt, and that launched Rocky into his rage. Yeah. Yeah. You got lucky. Cheaters. He's got a lot of nerve. This uh, this camera work here, it, it's low behind Adrian, and it shows Rocky standing by the window. Wife beater tucked into his black jeans and all, hands in his pockets. Hole. The hole in the shirt, yeah. Well, if she isn't frightened yet, just hang on to your hats. Well, I can't imagine why she wouldn't be frightened. There's a shotgun uh, behind her. There's <laughs> knives everywhere. This guy's <laughs> yelling out the window. <laughs> He's very pushy. Come sit down yeah. over and over again. There's beer bottles stuck into the back of the couch. <laughs> I can't imagine. I don't know why she's still here. She's got exotic animals. <laughs> she, she came for the turtles. Right. I, I love, you know, Rocky's. he's this complete gumbo of insecurities and confidence. And, mm-hmm. you know, when we see him ask Adrian, like, what's the problem? And he, and he says, you don't like the room. And he says, well, you don't like the turtles. And, like, <laughs> he lifts his arms up onto the pull-up bar. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, look, that's his ace of spades move here. Like, you know, every guy has one move <laughs> where you're like, this is as sexy and as appealing as I could possibly be. I mean, the move is different for each guy. Absolutely. But, yeah, I, absolutely. <laughs> but this is Rocky's move. He, like, puts his big-ass guns up on the pull-up bar and you're just like he's kind of looking. He's there's something he's like, you know, he's like huge and and yeah. you know masculine, the the a paragon of masculinity. And at the same time, he's also kind of you know he's disarming. Well, that's and oh sorry, go ahead. Well, it's just I mean I, I'm thinking like he looks super hot, <laughs> and I mean you know, what are you gonna do? And it's like he's got Adrian's number here. It's like if you don't you know if this move doesn't work on Adrian nothing will you know when 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 he walks over approaches puts his arm up and he you know it's on the bar it's like nothing's gonna work if that if that doesn't work so you're saying she should be melting right now ah uh, she's wearing a wool jacket a wool hat a <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's literally melting. <laughs> I mean look here's here's the thing about about this scene it's like we do have to take into... I, I know the screenplay says, and she looks frightened. But I, I think the question here is, is she actually frightened of Rocky Balboa? Or is she frightened because of her own insecurities and w- whatever is spinning upstairs under that little teal hat she has, that forest green <laughs> hat? Like what? It's like she's spinning and spitting, and, and it's really... I don't belong here in a man's apartment. And you're like, it's not really Rocky Balboa. I mean, he's not the threat here. And I think that's important to recognize because even in some upcoming minutes, it it gets a little date rape. (laughs) So, I mean, we want to, you want to tread lightly here, but the contextual clues are there. The previous minute, he opens the screen door. You know, and 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 Adrian mm-hmm. is almost like you know, it's almost like trying to coax the stray dog, you know, uh, o- yeah, over, yeah. you know, with with like uh, chicken tacos or something, <laughs> so you can see if it has a collar. <laughs> you know, I do 
do that last year. It took me a goddamn hour. <laughs> a stray dog, and it's like took me eight dollars of chicken tacos in an hour just to bring it over in a non-threatening manner and say, "Hey, look, it's okay. You need you, you don't need to be afraid Who here." Who jump at chicken tacos? jeez. <laughs> you know? Well, I mean that—that's the sort of thing. I, that's the question, the big question. I mean, is she really afraid of Rocky Balboa? No, I don't think so. No, yeah, not at all. I mean, yeah. she's she's had opportunities to leave. Yeah, you know, she could have walked out a couple times. Yeah. Her opportunities to leave are running out quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but uh, and it, and when Rocky has his hands up on a pull up bar, he's very vulnerable. And right to her left is a knife stuck into the uh, yeah the the cushion there. She can grab that to defend herself <laughs> if she has to. <laughs> So that was in my notes. I'm like, what is it like? Is it to cut fruit? (laughs) Like, is that what he used? Is that like a paring knife for him? Yeah, it's holding the mattress up. Is that what it's doing? It's holding the. And then I wondered, like, what? Who am I fooling? Like, Rocky doesn't eat fruit. Right. No. (laughs) No. Uh, The previous minute, we found all he has in his house right now are cupcakes, donuts, and soda. Donuts and soda and some chocolate. Maybe chocolate. You could use the knife to cut the chocolate. Sure. <laughs> Donuts you just break. Cupcakes you you don't yeah. cut up. You just eat them. The uh, the way that the camera's situated here, like I said, it started low, and as he walks closer to her, the camera follows him, but it's still low. So when he puts his hands up on the pull up bar, he seems like he's just towering over her. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, would you say he's intimidating? I I would think so. That that was my no. my gut reaction. I mean, your your take on it is is interesting. We we, we were date rapey all the way through. I, I, I didn't think of the, you know, the sexy. That's his move angle. I you know I don't. I mean, maybe it's just because I know him as a character. I mean, he is there's there's, he's not he's he he doesn't want to harm anybody at all. Now I understand that you know maybe that doesn't mean he's not scary in a way in a way, but I I just see no menace. I see. I, I see no th- real threat here. Right. We know there's nothing behind it. Yeah. How, who, whose eyes are we watching this scene through? Are we just like a bystander? Are we watching through Adrian's eyes? Because Adrian might be intimidated. I, I don't think she. Uh, I think intimidated, not scared. Right. Not intimidated. Scared. Yeah. Of the situation, she's yeah. alone with a man in his apartment. It's new to her. Intimidated, yes, but she's not scared by any means. She doesn't look scared. No, I, I would agree. Well, but, here's but this move. Go ahead. For you, this move that Rocky's doing, where you're holding up the chin-up bar, I've actually have done this not mm-hmm. to a girl. Like, <laughs> is that your move? Tell me more. Is that your ace of spades? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not out in the real world when you're out trying to pick up ladies and whatnot. This this situation, there's not gonna be a pull, unless you're at the gym. But right. I've been at the gym where I've grabbed onto the pull-up bar. Not to do pull-ups by any means, <laughs> but to relax, to, to either stretch out my lats or to to rest for a minute or to hold myself up. Um, I have lift, you know, grabbed the pull-up bar like this, and like you do look good because your lats come out, you're, you can mm-hmm. flex your arms a little bit, and you can suck your gut in a little bit. So, if you're ever in a situation where you're on a date and there's a pull-up bar close by, I recommend it. <laughs> it, it I, you know, I have no frame of reference. I've never, it's never worked for me, but I've never picked anyone up at the gym. But if, you know, so this is a good move on his part, yeah. especially if you have some muscles. I don't, but he does. So, it, you know, this is a good move. She can't peel her eyes off of him. Well, you know, he, I, right. I, I think what he's doing here is he's, you know, he's just trying, he's, he's treading water with the conversation. Mm-hmm. You know, he's here. He's been yeah, doing that for been, the last. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Uh, 
it's uh, kind of going back to it, maybe it's the way that that he's talking to her too that that might be a little bit more intimidating because when he asks her what's the problem you don't like me you don't like the turtles what's the problem like his face is harmless he never... but his voice says predator does he say you don't like me yeah i thought he said you don't like the room you don't like the turtles does he say you don't like say, me what's the problem you don't like me you don't oh, like okay. the turtles what's the problem See, I, th- I think that's kind of, in a way, his attempt at humor. Because when he is around Adrian, he's always trying to, he, he's trying to, you know, even, even when he's outside the door, uh, you know, and, and Adrian's in the bathroom, and Paulie's like, you know, say something funny, be funny, be clever, be yeah, funny. Yeah. I, th- I think that's, that's his gimmick. His, that's his gimmick, yeah. He's, he's, there's ev- everything about him, except for those big-ass guns, <laughs> and, and the knife and the mattress, is is disarming also maybe what he's not picking up uh, on her behavior is that i mean he grew up he's a italian catholic boy growing up she's a innocent young catholic girl her upbringing is probably kicking in here where she knows she's it's this isn't right this isn't the, the catholic the christian way yeah maybe you can elaborate on that jerry what, what, oh what, what Jesus! God. Yeah, I mean, because <laughs> Jerry's the, uh, the staunch <laughs> Catholic here. Staunch <laughs> Catholic. What, sure. what would, a, what would a, a Catholic woman in the seventies, you know, being in a man's apartment alone with a man? This has to be like ultimate sin here. Uh, it's getting there. It's getting there. I mean, the the the, the hell coals are heating up. <laughs> you know, I mean, I you know, I what's interesting is it, when she says, "I don't belong here," like. I feel like who she's speaking to is, is, is she's not really speaking to Rocky. Mm-hmm. It's just, we, we have, you know, she just has no filter. It's her own brain, you know, obsessively. I feel like, like you don't belong here. You don't belong here. And and even in, yeah, in, yeah. in another way, it's almost like, why are you the object of affection for this man? Like, or for any man in that, in, you know, in that regard, like, why would anybody like you? Just you've never been the recipient of, mm-hmm. of of attention or of love or affection or even sexual desire. And, and you know, even later on when, when, you know, Rocky says she's beautiful or whatever, she says, don't tease me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's just like she's just – she has no clue what to do here and so, can't process any of this. So when she's saying she doesn't belong here, she's – Probably not necessarily meaning just this particular apartment. No, um, I, th- I think it actually this whole situation. Yeah, it's this whole th- situation. I don't even belong being the object of someone's desire or affection. I mean, no one belongs in this apartment. The health department should have shut this place down <laughs> a long time ago. But so, so she's she's she doesn't belong in this situation at all. I, yeah, I, yeah. I it's, it's just literally, it's much bigger than his apartment or Rocky or it, it's like anybody. Any any yeah. man at all? Like, um, where is Adrian gonna ever feel comfortable? Uh, you know, uh, with someone coming on 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 to her, you know, someone coming on to her. You know, I mean, she's the answer is never. Well, she we, we also talked about how far out of her comfort zone she has stepped. You know, right off the bat with with this date, like she's she's never been out with a man, so right. just walking following rocky out of her house was a huge step for her exactly and then another gigantic leap was going up to his apartment oh like yeah she, yeah she's never been in a situation like this he, i think we, we can all assume that th- that this leads up to her first kiss ever right whoa 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 slow down <laughs> <laughs> sorry not to jump ahead that's spoilers a, that's like a minute 52 thing 
(laughs) (laughs) Well, look, here's the thing. Mm -hmm. There's only one way this is ever going to go really for Adrian, you know, like, like what, what may be awkward for you or for me or, you know, for, for most of the people in the world, I don't know. It's, it's like Adrian sort of has to, if if this might be, if if they do indeed kiss, (laughs) I can't imagine, like, I can't imagine another way of getting there Mm -hmm. other than what's happening right here. Yeah, because if he doesn't make the move here, that's I mean, it. Yeah, I mean, how, how many more dates and how many more uh, much pressure can he put on her and, before and, she just finally gives in? It's kind of tough. It's like as awkward as this this scene is, or as she appears to be, or whatever. I, I don't know if th- this might be actually the the softest, most genteel way for her to ever kiss somebody. I mean, how no, else this... is she gonna get there? Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is an angle we haven't considered yet. And you, and you have to, you, you know, I'm going further back and further back to all the minutes leading up to this where, you know, Rocky's coming into the, he comes into the pet store. You know, he mm-hmm. makes the jokes. He, he opens up the screen door and he just lets it, he just leaves it open. <laughs> and she walks in. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, that's the only way Adrian's ever, that's the only path Adrian's ever going to get to a kiss. Yeah, yeah. By by being nudged, yeah, if you want to call it that. Um, but even like this or next held hostage, <laughs> the next few parts where you know she retreats three steps, he advances three steps. Everything about this, you know, and I don't know. Now, now I'm questioning that. I would say that everything about this says run, Adrian, run. But I think Jerry might be right. You know, every time she retreats, he advances that that much to kind of close the gap and literally push her back against the wall. Uh, sure. I mean, in the in the the scene, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm not going to sit around and say it's okay for Rocky to block the door. Yeah. I, I mean, no, that's yeah. not going to fly, and that's you know. But I mean, I. I I, I guess I'm just going on contextual clues, all the things we know about the characters in the minutes leading up. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't know. Like I said, I don't think Adrian feels like she's in like Rocky's. No, I agree. Yeah. Well, Rock, we also know, we can tell up to this point that Rocky's not a hypersexual kind of guy. So he's no. not going to forcefully no. push himself onto this girl. But it is, it, it we know he's a good guy, but you're yeah. right. It is the only way that he's going to, break through her her guard one more more importantly maybe most importantly adrian knows he's a good guy Mm -hmm. right yeah i agree it's it's not like they just met five minutes ago right yeah right she's clearly interested because she wouldn't be up there if she wasn't she just doesn't know how to walk through her own sexuality Mm -hmm. or process her own her own sexuality i mean because again who knows what if, if she was the recipient of attention at some point, you know, it, it was, it seemed to be negative because she admonishes Rocky. Don't, don't tease me. You're like, so yeah. I, I don't know what happened in the past, but whatever it was, it wasn't cool. And it didn't sit with her well. Mm-hmm. well I guess she's been the, the object of nothing but ridicule and abuse from her brother. Sure. So some somebody actually giving her a compliment, she doesn't know how to handle that. No. I'm she, she's right. as isolated and sequestered from everything. I'm mean, just look at her in the pet store. It's mm. like, you know, go down and clean the cat boxes. It's like mm, she yeah. barely even has interactions with the customers at all. 
Right. It's like go go in the dungeon where you belong. Yeah. yeah. I would tell, yeah. <laughs> that's not me saying that's what, what pretty <laughs> no. much what Gloria. <laughs> I mean, unfortunately, that's that's a little bit how she's treated, and it sounds like she's she's digested that and accepted that, and that and that sucks. I mean, that's what's, you know. I mean, she's she's she's. She's not in a good place emotionally. <laughs> no, no, she's yeah. she's certainly not. But again, she knows Rocky's a good guy. We we went pretty deep today. What do you think? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean that's what you do when you talk about Rocky. I mean, the movie's uh, amazing. It sure is. It's good. Um, it's good to have the new perspective, though. You know, this is your first time joining us here. Uh, we've been on this date now for three weeks. So we're... <laughs> <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> Yeah, we're dated out. I mean, look, I'm not saying the date isn't awkward. I'm saying it's not awkward for them. <laughs> yeah, you're like, this is as so, natural and organic <laughs> as Rocky yeah. and Adrian get. This is this well, is was, like a perfect date for them. Last week I told a story about when they were rehearsing the scene, Tally Shire and Sylvester Stallone, they were just walking down the, the street uh, in Rocky's neighborhood and it was just them, no cameras, and the cops pulled up on them because they thought um, Tally Shire was in trouble wow. because here's this mousy little girl yeah. walking with this this huge imposing figure. They really they thought she was in trouble. And I said, if that's not like a, a microcosm of Rocky and Adrian themselves, like I don't know what is. Yeah. The, there's another huge line that uh, uh, later in the movie that fills a lot of this scene in. And, and I think mm. Paulie asks Rocky, like, hey, what do you see in my sister? I don't get it. And Rocky uh, yeah. says, you know, we fill in the gaps. We mm -hmm. fill in the gaps for each other. And you're like, well, that's exactly what's going on here. Yeah. You know, I'm, I mean, Adrian can't, I mean, she, <laughs> she can't walk through this by herself. No, her insecurities yeah. are a gaping gap. Yes. And he's filling in. And, 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 you know, I mean, listen. Do, you know, do you think do you think Rocky gets a lot of tail in the neighborhood? No, no, <laughs> yeah, I don't. I mean, you know what I mean? I've seen any other tail in the neighborhood? I mean, it doesn't really. It's like it's probably not. You get the impression it's not really on his mind. He's right, just kind yes. of walking through, and he knows this. You know, he's he knows everybody, and it's great. But he's, he, I mean, he wants Adrian. Mm -hmm. Yeah, his one and only. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's hope it works out for these two. <laughs> I think. Uh... There, there is one, one other thing I just wanted to discuss in this minute. It's one of my favorite lines in the movie when, <laughs> when, when, when Rocky says, "All men's apartments are the same." Right. <laughs> the best lines in the movie. <laughs> yeah, his res his response to her saying she's never been in a man's apartment. Yeah. I have. They all look the same. Yeah. Yeah, they all they're all the same. I mean, my. Worst apartment I've ever lived in is like the Taj Mahal compared to uh, this place. <laughs> the Pankow Palace, yeah, would you say? Just... <laughs> All right. I don't know. I, I bled this minute dry. I got nothing else. <laughs> yeah. That was a, it's been a, just wait. Some drier minutes are on the way. <laughs> there's one, there's one coming any, up. You have anything else for this one, Jerry? Uh, no, no, no. I'm good. All right. Uh, if you could, why don't you let our fans know where they can find you? Uh, well, uh, much like you guys do the Rocky Minute here, uh, we do the Indiana Jones Minute, which where we discuss the Indiana Jones movies one minute at a time. Uh, we've already concluded Raiders of the Lost Ark and the Temple of Doom, 
And we're actually uh, recording right now uh, The Last Crusade. So um, IndianaJonesMinute.com. We also have a, a, a Facebook group where, where, you know, we talk all sorts of crazy stuff uh, from all the Indiana Jones movies. And it's the Indiana Jones uh, Minute Listeners Crusade. It's ridiculous and a lot of fun. And you, and you contributed to the Die Hard Minute podcast. Also, oh yes, right? yeah, we did. We did the the Die Hard Minute. That's uh, the that's right. The uh, the brainchild of Jim mm-hmm. O'Kane. That's right. It was just a lot loving of fun. it so far. It's been great. Yeah. As for us, you can find us on Twitter at Rocky Minute. We also have a Facebook listeners page called Mighty Mix, and we are uh, featured on DuelingGenre dot com with a shitload of other minute by minute shows and other uh, entertainment centralized podcasts there. So go check it out. There's plenty of stuff to listen to. And uh, yeah, I mean, Jerry, if you'll come back uh, for another minute, we can continue this introspection on the, uh, the date that we have. That's, that's right. Uh, all right. So come back tomorrow and uh, check back in with Rocky and Adrian on the next Rocky Minute.